The best tech conference of the year is coming to Las Vegas, November 28th through December 2nd, and MongoDB will be there. Check us out at booth 1611 for prizes, swag, and to learn all about the Atlas Developer Data Platform. Can't make it to the show but still want to enjoy the fun? Check out the MongoDB live stream for live interviews and discussions of all the exciting announcements from the show. Visit mongodb.com slash reinvent for more information. Hi, everyone. I'm Begum. And if you want to hear more about how we scaled our company chamber in less than a year to 15,000 users, keep listening to this amazing episode of MongoDB podcast. Like MongoDB made this journey really easy for us because it was really easy to use. It was really easy to implement even for beginners. When we started the project, one of the factors was that also we wanted to learn about some of the new, more emerging technologies, which Mongo is perfect for that. And it's gathering a lot of interest. I actually wanted to learn more about Mongo too, so it was perfect. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, Nick and I sit down with two of the co-founders of Chember. Chember is a community that helps you instantly find pickup basketball games, get information about the courts, and even create and join tournaments. Today, they share details about how they built what they built and their journey through the Student Spotlight program at MongoDB. Before we get to the show, if you're listening on a podcast network that gives you the ability to leave a rating like Apple Podcast or Audible.com, please do us a favor. Let us know what you think of the show. We'd love to hear your feedback. It's going to help us improve. We hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to the MongoDB Podcast. MongoDB Podcast. Exploring the world of software development, data, and all things MongoDB. And now your hosts, Michael Lynn and Nick Raboy. Hey, Nick, how's it going, man? It's going great, Mike. Uh, what's, what's the topic of today, man? Oh, we've got some great folks in the studio. We're talking with the developers and founders of a company, a startup company called Chember. And uh, we're excited to talk to them about their experience with MongoDB, among other things. I'd like to welcome Begum and Artu. Hello, it's great to be here. It's great to be here. Oh, fantastic. Well, it's, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, why don't you introduce yourselves to the audience and let them know who you are? Yeah, so I'm Begum Ortola. I'm one of the co-founders with i2, and um, I'm a junior in Princeton University. I'm studying currently electrical and computer engineering, and I've been working in Chamber almost for almost a year now, which is very exciting. I'm i2 Turanmoglu. I'm a third-year student at NYU. I'm studying economics and computer science. And like Begum, I'm a co-founder at Chamber. I've been with the Chamber team since we like started in, in May 2020. So it's been like a year right now. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, we're interested in talking to you about Chember. Why don't you give us a, a brief overview of what Chember is and who would be interested in, in using the Chember app? Okay, Chember is a app that brings people, communities together. The main target audience for our app is the people that enjoy basketball and like, with any level, even if they want to play in the streets, they want to play in the closed courts, anywhere they want to play basketball with other people, their friends or people they, they don't really know, Chamber is a place that we want people to meet. So the idea for Chamber came to a couple of our friends who were playing in Italy. One day they were playing outside. There were four people, but their levels were so different. So they said, oh, I wish we had something. We could find players in our own level. And then the idea really struck with us. 
So we developed this app and we hope to solve this problem that streetball players are facing. Um, we aim to provide this community for everyone. So when someone says a pickup basketball player, someone you would think is like over six feet, like a male, like I to himself. But we also want to provide this experience for people like me who just like want to go out, maybe like shoot and or like um, more senior people, maybe younger kids. Um, everyone should be able to use our app and find a community that is at their competitive level and a basketball game that they can enjoy. So we're talking about Chember. That's the name of the app. And you can find more information as you're listening at chember.co and that's c-h-e-m-b-e-r.co so in regards to chamber is this uh currently limited to turkey right now we're global right now we have courts in five different continents but our main activity is focused in turkey so our users are um, much more close to each other and there are a lot more courts in turkey right now um, but we plan to expand um, especially in Philippines and Europe, we also have a growing presence. So just to get a, a better kind of visualization for people who are listening in, uh, would you say that it's kind of like uh, an event platform? At Chamber, we want to create an all-around experience for streetball players. They can create games. They can check the current court densities around them to see if there's a place they can play that's not full. Additionally, they can build their own profile and they can endorse each other. They can get endorsements from their friends and see where their strengths are and where their weaknesses are. In addition to that, we also want to give this social aspect to Chamber. We create chat rooms and there's also check-ins at Chamber. If, even if you're not playing basketball at that particular moment, you can still go to Chamber and talk with peer streetballers about the last NBA game or the like, upcoming EuroLeague game, anything you want. So there's this bringing people together and also the social network aspect of Chamber. Got it. Yeah, so um, it would be kind of a combination of an Instagram for basketball players and then Google Maps and then an event planning um, website, like all meshed into one for a very specific purpose. That's a great way to visualize it. So uh, a social platform for, for pickup basketball. That sounds great. And you mentioned Instagram. Are you storing photos and, and media as well? Um, after you play a game, um, so one of the problems that we thought about was sometimes people take pictures uh, as they play or like after a great pickup thing, you're like, oh, I really want to remember this amazing game. Um, but they don't necessarily want to have like give or share each other's contact information. So um, we open like a small space for people to upload their pictures after a game and for um, people to upload the pictures of courts so they can share those images through our app. Additionally, we provide court pictures as part of the app because sometimes a friend mentions this court was amazing and you try to find it, try to find some pictures, but you can't. It may, it may be a little far away. So you can go to Chamber, look at the court pictures uploaded by other users who've been there and to actually decide to yourself whether it's worth going or not. So you're at your university. You, you came up with this great uh, social media kind of app platform for, for basketball players. How, how did you get there from a technical level? Like, what technologies did you start using to, to bring this all together? Sure. We, for our backend server, we used Node.js. 
really utilize Mongoose and Express. And also for database, we obviously use MongoDB. As you said, we were beginners. We were junior. We were like sophomores when we started this project, and we most of us had nearly no software development experience. Mostly to start off, we used YouTube tutorials and we used some of our relevant coursework to build the database and the backend servers. But it was like MongoDB made this journey really easy for us because it was really easy to use. It was really easy to implement even for beginners. And then since it was a document-based database, we always had the chance to add new filters as we came up with more ideas or as we realized, oh, when we started this, we didn't think thoroughly about all of this. So that aspect of MongoDB really helped us as beginners when we first started. Were they teaching NoSQL databases at your university or MongoDB specifically for that matter? Yeah, so for me, and so we're four software developers in total, and um, we mostly did smaller scale projects and they do not teach uh, MongoDB at school. I only use SQL in school. And like in general, I think what I've learned in school was a little outdated in terms of like the technologies that are more commonly used right now. And even through that, like we saw as I was doing a much smaller scale project, we saw that like it wasn't as flexible. Like when we wanted to change the setup of a database, like we would have to do all of it again. And like there would be a lot of bugs and it would just make our life a lot harder. So when we started the project, one of the factors was that also we wanted to learn about like some of the new, more emerging technologies, which Mongo is perfect for that. Like it's growing very fast and it's gathering a lot of interest. So like I actually wanted to learn more about Mongo too. So it was perfect. And then we heard that it was very good to for like bigger data usage, which is something we want to do with our company. And in general, it was fast and it was very flexible. So those all kind of sounded perfect. So we're like, okay, let's learn this too. As I too said, YouTube tutorials and everything. Fantastic. So fast, easy to use, flexible, polymorphic. It sounds like you got started pretty quickly. How long did it take you to get uh, the first version of Chember out the door? The idea appeared in March, 2020. The app was launched in August. So it took like, five months of development yeah it basically took around five months of development after five months it was both live on app store and google play store that's amazing results and how many people are working on chamber today today we're a core team of eight co-founders uh, which is a little bit unusual and then we have a growing team of ambassadors that will help us expand chamber culturally can you tell me a little bit about the uptake, uh, how has the application been received? How many users do you have today? We currently have a little over 14,000 users that has downloaded our app and created users. We initially launched the app at the end of August last year, like I said. We did some very small-scale marketing campaign, and we had a really nice turnover as per download. We realized that as people saw that this app existed, they were really interested in downloading it, creating a profile, and taking a look. So we saw this really nice first reaction from our users. But unfortunately, due to COVID, we decided to postpone our scaling to this summer rather than last summer because COVID started to get worse and worse. So we didn't want to actually bring people together. We thought it was a little too early. We got our first reaction. We got this first positive reaction. And then we said, let's 
keep our development for one more year, even enhance our product further and restart our marketing campaign next summer. So I, I want to I wanna dig a little deeper into this because 15,000 users approximately in, what is it, about six months. That's pretty incredible uh, growth right there. How did you scale so quickly? When you mentioned that you had a marketing campaign, do you care to shed any specifics on that? Or was just the demand in Turkey for, for basketball just so high? Well, one of the things that we did was we have an Instagram account that is actually pretty aesthetic if everyone wants to check it out and follow um, at chamber.co again. Um, but through that, we've been like giving sneak peeks of like all the features that our app would have. And we reached a thousand to two thousand people even pre-launch um, to the Instagram account. So when we launched, there was a lot of um, already a lot of interest and people like told their friends. And then we had a mini like Instagram marketing campaign that is just an Instagram ad. So we kind of expanded um, further through that. And in addition to the Instagram ad, we also worked with one YouTuber who's playing streetball. We collaborated with him. We created a video. The co-founders, we are all basketball players, so we played a game with the YouTuber and published it on YouTube. We also got some positive reactions from that as well. Awesome. And then, so uh, in terms of the tech stacks, I mean, you're using MongoDB Atlas right now. Uh, between zero and fifteen thousand, have you had to scale it at all? Are you are, what what size cluster are you using currently for MongoDB Atlas? We didn't have any scaling issues at all, especially when we began. Like when we first released our app, we didn't have a dashboard program for our own founding team. Most of our users came during that like first month and like even like during those first two weeks that we launched and. At that time period where we didn't have a dashboard, we would sit in front of like the MongoDB Atlas and watch like constantly renew the page and watch our user numbers grow, which was a fun experience for me. And like, I will always remember that like dashboard and the user count and that like table very clearly. That's great. And it's a great story. I, I love it. So you were in the Atlas console watching the actual data come in from the usage of the application. Fantastic. And um, and where are you at in your journey of, of funding? So we didn't get any, we didn't go for a founding run yet. And that is something we would like to get in the, um, I guess, next year. And we have like further plans on how to expand um, our app and possibly um, go further with a management, court management system. At this point of our journey with Chamber, we were more focused on the user like the user experience from our app, but now actually we're done developing the app to a very good level, we think. We're implementing a business model to our app, and then we're going to go for funding. What role did MongoDB play in your, in your journey? Did you participate in the startups program? MongoDB like, recently released a Student Spotlight article about us, which was, again, very exciting for us for like a company as big as Mongo to like highlight our project. Um, we were very excited about that. Okay, so you participated in the student spotlight. That's a great program. Can you tell us a little bit more about your involvement with that? So Cham Chamber was the first startup that was selected as part of the startup spotlight program. We were really honored and we were really like thrilled to see how our startup is being recognized by like such a significant program. We saw that it was published on LinkedIn, and it was just a great feeling to see like everyone's 
able to PR up. We were like able to promote our idea. And right just after a year of publishing, it was really an amazing feel to see like getting such a significant recognition. It's great to have folks like you in, in the program and, and uh, demonstrating the great work that can be done with the MongoDB platform. So we really appreciate you participating in that. I'm curious about any advice you might have for folks that are in similar positions. Maybe they're, they're students, maybe they're working on a program, working on an application, or a, maybe even starting up a, a business just like yourselves. Any advice you might have for some of those folks? The advice I would give probably is everyone has great ideas. We always hear wonderful ideas that are really interesting and exciting. But what we mostly see is people don't take that first step. They don't start, they don't write that first line of code or they don't do that first design to actually make something with it. So most of the great ideas are going to waste. Just people like get excited about them, talk about them, share them with their friends, but they don't actually start with the building block. It's hard. It's like it's not easy to actually create a product from an idea. It took us five months. We were four developers and it took us five months of work. But it's definitely a great journey. It's looking at where, where I was in terms of my software skills and many other skills that I've improved through this journey. It's been a wonderful journey and we have a product that we're really proud of. We're really glad that this idea that we thought was great didn't just appeared and disappeared it's like on there people are seeing it people like it we got great recognition we got great comments so it wasn't a wonderful idea so my advice would be if you have an idea just like get your hands dirty and go with it yeah like as cliche as it is like follow your passions and if there's like something you believe in and for us that was creating a community through sports um everything these days can be learned online like they're amazing resources even mango has great documentation and all you need is like an online course to learn maybe a side of the application process that you don't know about um get your hands dirty follow your passion like spare some time for what you like doing and what you um believe in doing if somebody wanted to follow up with you after this podcast episode uh we've already listed this site which we'll include in the show notes but are either of you on social media can we have everyone follow you We're both on LinkedIn. We're also on Instagram. We're basically on most social media platforms. Okay. And we'll include links to the social networks that you're involved in, in the show notes. So if you're listening, make sure you check those out. Thank you for joining us today and telling us a little bit more about Chamber.co. Thank you. Thank you for having us on the show. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe. Have a question or a suggestion for the show? Visit us in the MongoDB community forums at community.mongodb.com. The best tech conference of the year is coming to Las Vegas, November 28th through December 2nd, and MongoDB will be there. Check us out at booth 1611 for prizes, swag, and to learn all about the Atlas Developer Data Platform. Can't make it to the show but still want to enjoy the fun? Check out the MongoDB live stream for live interviews and discussions of all the exciting announcements from the show. Visit mongodb.com reinvent for more information.